The Power Moves Only podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the sacred land of the Kamaragal people, and we do pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening today. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah. Welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. My name is Claudia Nilshaw and I'm a marketing educator and strategist. Over the last 10 years, I've empowered women like you across the business world to step into the most confident version of themselves through coaching and marketing consulting. Too many women are hiding their incredible message and skills from the world. It's my job to uncover your genius and help you make your next power move. Because women like you change the world and the world needs more of that. I'm here to help you elevate your voice and create your own daughter opportunity. So, are you ready? Cass Ponton, welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am fantastic. How are you? I'm really, really well, and I'm excited that you're here. I'd love you to... I'm Cass. I am the founder of a podcast production agency here in Nam, Melbourne called Good Chat Media. I am a good friend. I am a lover of food, a lover of trash TV, and I like to lay by the beach. <laughs> you know what's really funny? When I ask people this question, I go, who are you and what do you stand for? And every single person stops and says, who am I? Because it's 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 a, actually quite a loaded question sometimes. <laughs> It's such a loaded question. I was like, I have like, you know, the basics in the topic, your age, your gender, where you're from, you know, pronouns, whatever. But then you go, wait, what do I actually, who am I as a person? And then mm. you're like. And what am I all about? <laughs> yeah. Like really like asking outside of what do you do? Which is mm-hmm. one of my questions I don't like to ask people. I don't like to go, oh, what do you do? I like to say like, who who are you and what are you about? Because I think it does inspire a different answer. Absolutely. Um, and I'm always interested in how people answer it because we naturally go to the first thing that pops into our head of like, okay, who am I outside of my work and what are the things that I like to do? And then sometimes I get offered a call or an episode and people are like, oh, my God, I didn't mention all these other very crucial things about me. Mm. I know. There's so many things. Like even just thinking about it now, I'm like, I love dogs. I did a cool Beyonce dance class last night. Amazing. You know, just like, just living, living life. <laughs> living life, babe. Well, Cass, you and I were connected many years ago. We we connected mm. in a Facebook group because yep. I was looking for someone at the time to support me and some of my clients um, with a podcast. And hilarious that only just now my podcast has come to fruition. But we have never met in real life, which is crazy no, to me. It is. Crazy. But we've, you know, formed a very fast friendship um, across Instagram lines mm. and, you know, across Zoom. And I think what's really interesting is that you have started this business, Good Chat Media, and there was a journey that came before that. Mm. And I want to know how you have arrived to today. Where did it all start? for personal branding 
And I yes. think personal branding wasn't a huge thing that I really paid attention to because I was do- not doing it with the intention of, you know, creating an agency like I'm in now. It was what can I do to fulfill what I want to do in my lifestyle? And then it's now turned into a whole nother thing where I just love being able to help women in their marketing to be able to, you know, build that personal brand and their authority in their business so that they can be, you know, the most powerful versions of themselves. You touched on something that I think every person considers when they're thinking about starting a business. Is this going to give me freedom, freedom of time, energy, money, movement? and I think you also articulated pretty clearly why it is you wanted that freedom, that location freedom. Mm. And I don't know whether you found this, but as you go along the business journey, your version of freedom can evolve and change because you realize that freedom isn't just about movement. It's about freedom to choose and Mm. to ask the powerful question that you asked, how can this support me? to do everything I want to do in my life? Mm. How can I build a business that's actually going to be aligned to the things that bring me joy, that is going to allow me to do work I feel really proud of and feel very energized by? Yeah. Tell me now, what specifically does your work look like? You're talking about working with ambitious women and powerful women who are building that brand. How do you help them do that? So it really starts with a lot of strategy work. We do uh, something that I think is really important, and I actually had this conversation on a walk this morning with a friend. We were talking about people getting started in podcasts and just going for it, and she was coming from the position of I just don't love when it's, you know, that it's just they just got on and they just just started. And I said, well, I see both sides of the coin because one, taking action is something that's really powerful in business mm. in general, in life. And you can figure out strategy as you go, but having a clear plan is really important. So I think what we do is to make it as easy as we can so that people fall in love with the process of what they're doing. I think well, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on podcasting and it really doesn't have to be. It's just amazing conversations with people that move you into a position where you're building authority in your business. You're speaking to the right people about the right things and having an intentional plan, which is what we help people with to make sure that all of those themes and topics that they're talking about are really leading back to their business and being able to show how much of an expert they are in that field, how they've helped other people in that field, how they've, you know, taken one person from this position to then that's how they felt then. And then they, you know, transformed that to be able to come out of it. And a really big thing that we focus on is storytelling and like selling through storytelling. And that is one of my favorite things that we help people with. We also do a lot of the um, post-production side of things. So making sure everything sounds pretty, looks pretty, and and is able to be put out in a consistent manner. Um, so kind of full service, full all round. I love that. And I think strategy is something, or the word strategy, whether it relates to podcast, to marketing, to business, mm. can often be a word that people don't 
necessarily understand and they go, well, strategy, why don't we need that? But a strategy is just a plan that says, I want to go here and let's reverse engineer some of those steps of how we're going to get there. Mm. And podcasting, you know, has become uh, a wild, wild realm of Mm. enormous amounts of information and conversation. There are so many out there. I listen to a podcast. I listen to probably five or six different podcasts a week, probably about an episode a day. It's something that I really resonate with. I love listening to conversation and to voices. But I want to know for the incredible woman in business who's been thinking about a podcast, she too listens to amazing conversations. How easy is it to actually start a podcast? Can you break it down for me? to kind of demystify what's behind that process. Yeah, I think exactly what you said, like the strategy is just a plan and it is it is reverse engineering it to make sure that you're getting the outcomes that you're hoping for. And even if it's not exactly that, it's along the right steps. Uh, podcasting is one of those things where, it really does seem kind of daunting and like all of these tech things and all of these, you know, what microphone do I have to use and and what technology do I need and how do I connect it? And it's, they've made it so easy. Like mm. the people that are creating these microphones, they've made it, you know, a USB port to be able to just plug it into your computer. Zoom has made it so easy that you can record, like we're recording on Zoom right now. There's other places like Riverside or um, Zencaster, places like that where you can record as well, and they do similar things. And it is a lot more simple than people think. So I think really the fundamentals of getting started is making sure you've got the right equipment to make sure it sounds good because no one wants to listen to crappy audio quality. Mm. Um, And then just going in with a really good plan of what you're doing why you're doing it and who exactly you're talking to and really just thinking about how to set it up in that plan to make sure that you're hitting all of those topics that you're talking about so that your messaging is consistent and that you're intentionally planning what topics are coming up for for what reason. Just going in and talking about, you know, random things all the time, cool, but it just making sure that you've actually got a plan in place is what's going to help you grow the podcast. And when I say growth, I don't always mean in download numbers. Some people, that's their goal to have really high download numbers. For me personally, it's not. For mine, it's really high conversion rates. For other people, it might be, you know, getting really high on the charts. For me, not at all. I don't, I don't really, that doesn't bother me. For me, it's making sure that people know that it's not that hard to get started and that they can have a place to come and find information and know that if they want any further information, they know where to find me. So I think just going in intentionally and making sure that what your messaging is, is going to make sense to your audience and really thinking about what they're getting out of it, because they're the ones who are going to be consistently listening every week. And if they're like you listening to five podcasts a week, Maybe they start thinking about, okay, what do I like about these podcasts? What do they do that I really like in them? Do they have segments that I like? Do they have things that I really don't like and really don't want to do? So I think starting there to know what you like, what you don't like, 
it's like starting any part of a marketing, you know, strategy of what do you like that other people do? And then what do you don't like? What what don't you like that other people do to make sure you're not doing those things or making anyone feel the way you feel when you react to those things? I think that's such great advice. And there's two things that I really want to highlight. And the first is exactly that. What do I like to deliver? What do I like about listening to podcasts and what do I dislike? And prioritizing that and also balancing that with the idea of, what is going to be super valuable for my dream client? How do I want them to feel every time they hear my voice in their ears or my guest expert's voice? Um, And it's really interesting you say that because I thought of you a lot when I started this podcast because it was exactly that, prioritizing the stuff that I really loved, which was great conversations with great women highlighting their stories, sharing their experiences, expertise, Mm -hmm. lessons, and then also really celebrating those power moves and those wins that they're making in their business. Because as a listener of podcasts, the thing that I feel the most when I'm listening to someone else that I really resonate with is that I'm not alone. Mm. Somebody else has experienced this before and I have a wealth of access here to information and stories that I don't think has ever been at this level of accessibility. Yeah. And that is something that I think people really don't leverage enough mm. because it's it's just so powerful. I think also in what you're saying that when you feel that way about someone of, oh, my gosh, this is how they're making me feel like they are a wealth of knowledge and I can't stop listening to them, that makes you go, if they bring a product out, they bring a course out, they bring anything out, I'm buying it Mm. because I trust the person. I know that they're going through similar experiences of me or, oh, my gosh, these people are amazing. I really understand where they're coming from and I know that I have so much to learn from them. Sign me up. And that's, I think, really in a business sense, what how you want to make someone feel. You want to make sure that you're speaking about your self in podcasts. I think yes. a lot of people think about what they're going to talk about with their guest. They think, okay, we're going to have this guest on and maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a, a colleague and they think, okay, we're going to have this person on and then what can we talk about where I think you should be doing it the other way. It's what messages do you want to be talking about and when you're saying smiling through and you can hear it you can also hear when people don't want to be there or they're doing it because they feel like they have to do it yeah and that's why I think another thing that I work on with clients as well is about batching and batching's not for everyone Mm. but batch recording when you're in good energy and in a good mood and in you know, the right space to be delivering the information that you're going to be delivering it, that's when you do it. Because if you're doing it because you have to and you're not in the right energy and we're talking like this and, okay, I'm just going to do this because I have to do it, like, sorry, but boring. No one wants to listen to that because they can hear that you're not even into what you're talking about. So why would you think that they're going to be into what you're talking about? And I know that's kind of harsh, but it really is. Like if a keynote got up and they weren't engaging, you'd be like, 
why are they paying this person for? Like that's just you just need to make sure that you actually want to talk about what you're talking about and let it be known. It's mm. great that you're passionate about what you're talking And Cass, I think it's really about always trying to replicate that in-person experience online of really wanting to establish that warmth and relationship and rapport with people pretty early on. Mm. What is some advice that you would have for a woman in business who who has been trying to start her podcast? She's been thinking about it for years. What would be the first step that she could take today? I would say start on the plan. I have some free resources on um, my website as well that I can share with you to link as well. Uh, But really just thinking about what do I want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Who do I want to talk to? And how do I want them to feel? Just those three things because that will inspire more action from there because I think just taking a small action in the way of just getting started in thinking about what that actually does look like. And then you can go and listen to other things and think, oh, my gosh, I love this person. They really, you know, make me feel like X and that's the way I want to make people feel. So let's try and, you know, replicate some of that sugar to put in in the mix. So I think just just don't stress out about it. It's not it's not a hard thing. We're not rocket scientists. We're marketers. <laughs> and just take it one little step at a time and don't overload yourself with information as well. I think that's a big thing with people coming to me being like, I read this and I read this and I read this. And I'm like, that's amazing. But you can just do one one of those because a lot of them just say the same information and you're just going by someone else's opinion each time. And you don't know what to prioritize. And I think in any kind of marketing activity, whether it's podcasting, whether it's your socials, whether it's your email list, Mm. it's really about getting to that core messaging exactly as you said, who is this for? What do I want to say and talk about? And ultimately, how do I want to make them feel so that they then take an action? Yeah. Um, And with a podcast, doing the research is not hard in terms of listening to it and going. And I use this idea of like, when someone says to you, look for a yellow car or you see a yellow cars, when you think about starting a podcast and you are listening to different podcasts, you are hyper aware of what people are doing and why. And just noting down some of those things you really mm. like, or perhaps some of the things you really don't like, yeah, I think can be super powerful. Cass, you have a podcast called Good Chats with Cass. Yep. And it's got so many amazing like bite-sized episodes that I listened to when I was starting my podcast because I was like, Cass knows it all and I want to be, um, I want to be on it. So really encourage people to go and check that podcast out. But Cass, at the end of every episode, we ask our guest about a power move that they have made either in their business or in their life recently. And I wondered whether there was one that you would like to share with us that's really been a turning point. Well, it's not a it's not a business one. It's a personal life one. Yeah. And we spoke about this offline because we are friends. <laughs> we talked about this a lot. Uh, but my partner and I split up after two and a half years together. 
Mm. And it was something that in the nicest way possible wasn't serving me for a very long time Mm. because I kept thinking what if or I kept thinking, you know, if this person was just a bit more this, then it would be fine or, you know, all of these things. And I think when you're not taking things for face value, it, it is a dangerous, slippery slope. And as much as it's been a very painful experience, it's been a very liberating one and a very, uh, I think, a really good opportunity for growth in my life and knowing what I need and deserve in a partner, in myself. I think that's a big one. I let a lot of things Mm. slip in being able to just trying to make things work. And so, yeah, that was my power move and still very, very raw, but it'll be just fine. Thank you for sharing that because when we talk about power moves, they're steps that you take towards the life and business of your dreams. And I think when we are able to acknowledge that things aren't serving us or, you know, maybe things have changed or evolved and we want different things and that we can change our mind. And I do think that something that you really stand by, not just in your personal life, but also in business, in your work as a podcaster, in your work supporting women, elevating their voices is giving people permission to change their mind. Mm. If things are not serving you, you are not obliged to continue. Um, and I and I think that applies across the board, particularly as business owners. When shit's hitting the fan in our personal life, oh, yeah. it often translates in our business. When things are, you know, shit's hitting the fan in our business, it translates in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that because I know for sure that there are women listening who have been through and are going through the same kind of thing. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's an interesting thing and it's been because as I, as I said, like I think, and it's very common for in like heterosexual relationships where women tend to, you know, end it in their mind a long time before mm. or make you know maybe make the decision is what I mean by that of maybe this isn't right anymore and they make a decision a long time before taking any action on it and I was in that for a long time and I think mm. it really did impact my business it really did Im- impact my creativity and my my ability to be the best business owner friend family member like it impacted so many places in my life but just as you said of of being giving other people permission to change i remember when i was a kid there was this you know tumblr quote or something that was like all over everything <laughs> that was always um along the lines of you're not a tree if you if you don't want to be there you can move yeah and that has always just stuck with me of <laughs> if it's not working then it's okay to to move along when it feels right for you that's so true. And I think that's true for every, every woman in business who's trying to build a business and a life on their own terms. You can change your mind. You can move. You're not a tree. Um, but Cass, I'm so delighted that 
we connected all those years ago, be it online and that we're in each other's lives. And thank you for coming on the podcast today. Can you tell people where they can find you? Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me and letting me share my story with your beautiful listeners as well. Um, I am on Instagram and LinkedIn at Good Chat Media. I'm also on TikTok, trying to ramp things up there. I love TikTok. I use it more personally than I do for business, but there is things coming. And then, of course, the podcast, Good Chats with Cass. Cass, thank you so much for everything. See you very soon. This episode of the Power Moves Only podcast has been brought to you by the Power Moves Club, a membership for women in business who want to learn, grow and connect together. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Thank you for being along this journey. I can't wait to bring you more. Have an amazing day.